Hello, ghosty. Thank you for joining and welcome. This is your home for all things paranormal, the unexplained, terrifying, and more ghost stories and only scary stories from you. You are currently listening to episode 7.2. Episodes point two are our together in a cabin version. These episodes are more comedic and have commentary along with your stories. Episodes point oh are our alone in the woods versions. They are not for the faint of heart and highly story-based. Listen to both or listen to one. But I'm your host, Sarah, and we're starting now. Without somebody sitting here, so try, like, talking. Test, test, one, two, three. Ruby is cute. Test, test. (laughs) Ruby heard you. (sighs) Ruby is going crazy because I have taco salad in here i'm eating like a taco salad and she just hears me eating the taco salad and you on the phone i think it's just the salad it's not me baby she doesn't really care about me (laughs) no i think she does no for real Uh, welcome back to hello ghosty This week, we have my husband, Sarawat, back. Hello. And this week, we also have, for the first time, a guest long distance. I am in another state. Yeah, for work. And... um get a chance to go explore on the weekends we went up in the mountains and there's this this ski resort they was holding Oktoberfest mm-hmm. so whenever my friends and um who's drink a bunch of beers and listen to German music and eat hot dog or brat is that what they call it brat it's brought, but yeah, like, <laughs> did they also have hot dogs, or do you mean they were all brought? I think it's brought. Okay. We eat brought. I don't know. I had two big glass of beer. One, my glass was thirty-two ounces, wow. so I have sixty-four ounces of beer. That's like five beers. So that's a lot for me, and. We were up there for about six hours, and I went down. When we came down, when it got back, I just very tired. So, but it was a very good day. But you said that when you went, you all had to buy your glasses. Right. So I had to buy my glasses, so I can keep those glasses now. I have it here next to me. I feel like that's like the biggest scam. Like if you go to a restaurant and they say like, oh, you can have a drink, but you have to buy your glass. I agree. And the glass is expensive too. Yeah. But up there, I'm like, man, I just want beer. Oh my God. And 
I don't know. And it's just, they got me. They got a lot of people. A lot of people spend a lot of money on beers and glasses and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I'm glad it was fun. It was really fun. A lot of people. The bathroom. So you know how like you went to the theme park for the ladies' room? It's always a line. That always a line, right? Yeah. That's a line for the men's bathroom. What? Yeah, that's that many people. It was the beer. <laughs> it was the beer, that's correct. <laughs> and everybody's oh. walking the bathroom with their beer because they can't really put them down anywhere. <laughs> it's 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 hilarious. That's funny. Oh. I like have like half a glass that's like I don't know, like it's very heavy, it's like three beers. Yeah. I like put it up and then I just like, you know, do my things and like take it out, wash my hand, get out. It's it's strange. What do they do? Like have a beer shelf in the bathroom? They do actually have beer shelf in the bathroom. <laughs> There's a sign that says, Hold my beer and <laughs> beer shelf right here. Place right here. Uh, yeah. That's funny. So that, was, that was fun. Uh how how about your week? Mm, just just my work um okay been working mm. like monday through friday you know like doing that okay. and i got okay. some work on the weekends too and at night and it's like ah i've been working a lot it's, well like you've been working which i guess is good but sometimes i have free time and i'm like dang i wish do something I've been biding my time like with um hobbies I haven't done in probably years <laughs> like well I do game a lot like in general like I do like gaming but I've been like doing that more recently I got like a um a new controller for the PC and I'm really happy with that and I started playing that Disney's Dreamlight Valley, like the Animal Crossing of Disney, which it's like if you if you play it, it's it's like very similar. Like it's more adventurous. There's more like quests and missions and things, which I think really adds something to it to make it its own. But like it's and it's got like a chokehold on me because I love yeah. those kinds of games, those sandbox <laughs> kinds of Animal Crossing diddly doos. Reading webtoons, I have not done that in years. Like once in a while, like something will pop up on like Instagram and I will. But I've been reading them for like the first time in years, like going back through some I haven't read since like 2017, 2016. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's it sparked a lot of joy in my life again. And and over the summer, I started like reading more again because like I've had more time to just like enjoy it, you know. So unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time with you being away on the phone. So. You're going to contribute by telling me one of your own stories this week from growing up in Thailand. Yeah. 
So this story was written by Band Zilver on Reddit and is titled A Deer Like Apparition Behind My House. Are you sure that uh, you are not Harry Potter and just seeing a uh, little, little deer behind your house? Kind of sounds like it. And this story takes place in Oklahoma County. Oklahoma in May of 2019. So that's like three years ago. Okay. For the story to make sense, I'm going to describe my land's layout. A house sits on five acres and I have a neighbor on our left and right with the same acreage. Our street goes in a half circle connecting to two main roads. The houses face the main road and to the out left is the circle road that we walk our dogs. My mom and I like to walk after dinner with our black lab and my small brown chihuahua. I give their color and what kind of dog they are because what we saw was not anything like our dogs. It was a pitch black outside by the time we finished dinner and decided to go walk. Since it was hot during the day, being summertime, and my mom hates going out in the heat, it was probably 11 at night by the time we got the dogs and headed to the gate to the road. We do not carry flashlights and like to let our eyes adjust to the dark and enjoy the natural nighttime scenery. As we were walking, it was about 10 minutes in, and we were passing the back field out of our neighbor's house. We saw something walking across the field to our right, then cross the road we were on and go into the tree line to the left. Mm, I don't like how that's going. What ran past this was almost a translucent white figure that was walking on two legs. <laughs> no. The seven foot tall figure could only be described to be a deer, but was. <laughs> Oh my gosh! How could it be running on two legs white and just only be described as a deer? <laughs> like, that is not a deer. I hate to break it. That is not a deer. But running on only the back legs. Me and my mom both paused in our tracks looking at this deer-like apparition with huge antlers walking across the road in front of us. It did not seem to acknowledge us through as it walked away from us, disappearing into thin air at the tree line. Our black lab just stopped and stood next to us, seemingly on guard, just watching the figure cross the road in front of us. Once it disappeared, we stood for a good six minutes, just watching where it disappeared, making sure it was gone, before we booked it back to our field and house. When we got home, I asked my mom what she saw, and we both drew it, drawing the exact same white deer, standing on its feet with the large antlers. It did not seem to want to harm us, but we were extremely quiet, so I wondered what would happen if we made a noise. Now, what we saw, I could only describe it away, was a deer. Though in Oklahoma, white deer is extremely rare. Literally one in 30,000 are born white. I've never seen a white deer. Ever. Not even a photo. So, I believe you. And they are like a walking target to predators, so they do not live long. I say that because, for one, a white deer is exceedingly rare, and to see one that is seven feet tall walking on their back two feet is just, like, not possible. We no longer walk the back land after nine, and we instead drive to the local park and walk it instead. It was so insane to see such a large creature just behind our home. I do not know much about apparitions and what they mean, so if you know anything about a large deer-like creature that stands on its hind legs, then please give information. Oh boy. That took me on a wild ride. Like... I do believe, like, I've never seen a photo of a white deer, ever. 
and definitely not one in person. Um, so yeah, I believe in that sense that there's no way it could have been an actual year. And like, if it was like, how is it even there? That's just, I don't know what to think. Just don't go out walking there at night again. And definitely not alone. Definitely not alone. Those dogs aren't big enough for that deer. Okay. So this one was written by Spoopy Oop on 7 on uh, Reddit. And it's titled, Hi everyone. Wait, no, it's not titled at all. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I'm tired. Okay. So it says, Hi everyone. Thank you for the invite again. I just shared something in another sub, but I'll send it here. This happened about 7 to 10 minutes ago. was just napping and I woke up a couple minutes prior to my alarm. I moved my phone closer to me and went back to laying on my stomach. My legs are slightly hanging over the end of the bed, but right next to me is my right leg. And I felt an impression in the mattress. It was two presses and I felt it clear as evening. Haha, <laughs> I can't say day because it's like 7.30 p.m. here. It was two presses, like I felt it right by my leg on the mattress. There was like a slight second pause after the first one, but waited for the third to see if Ro was mocking the Trinity. Not religious currently, but more Catholic than Christian, but nothing. I was kicking my leg to see if it was my nephew who's spending the night, so I looked back and nothing or nobody. I've had slight paranormal moments, but this one hits different because I felt the mattress sink in like if someone pressed it right by my leg. Ignore my typing and grammar. I'm literally just trying to type it down before I forget. If it helps, I'm not very religious. Still sort of figuring it out. If I was to give it a label, I'd say agnostic. I always thought that maybe ghosts are just us going through time, but then again, I was a huge fan of the movie Interstellar. I've had past paranormal stuff happen before, like hearing the shower run in the middle of the night, hearing voices clear as day, and sometimes my siblings do too. They always can back off, uh, hearing some of the, oh no, I messed it up. They've always can back up, hearing some of the things I say. I also have an uncle that came to visit, and I jokingly say I heard stuff moving out in the den sometimes, and he says he hears the same thing. <laughs> Crazy stuff, man. Well, hold on. It's not recording. It's recording now. <laughs> okay. When I was young, there's many things I do and my parents say, don't do it because of something, something. Example would be, like I was saying earlier, cutting my nail at night, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be doing it. It was dark, so I have to go like through the through the light ball and then really look for like where the cuts and stuff mm -hmm. and it's hard and my parent would come out and hurt me cutting my nail they were like stop cutting your nail at night wait so if you stop. wanted to do it at night you had to like hide in a closet around well, a I don't. light bulb well yeah yeah but like do you still do that i don't care anymore <laughs> i just i just I mean, I didn't mean to say that, but yeah. I don't think it matters if I cut my nail in daytime or nighttime, okay. right? <laughs> so, so sometimes I would wait until fall to fall asleep, and I would get a lamp and turn it on and cut it <laughs> because they say you're gonna cut your own nail and you don't see it, but th that 
that's not what they say. They say you cut your nail at night. Mm-hmm. There'll be um, I don't even know how to say it in in English. In Thai, it's called play. It's like um, a creature from hell. I think I I'm not sure. This creature is really tall, as tall as like um like a palm tree. Oh, but. I don't, I've never seen. I've never seen it. Okay, but you know, it's it's people telling story about it. So this creature is tall as the palm tree. Is it the like mouth, a mouth, short palm tree? Mouth. What? Is it like a short palm tree or like a tall Baby, palm tree? No. Okay. okay. Continue. No, it's not a short palm palm tree. It's a big, tall palm tree. Let me give you dimension. Maybe around two-story building, three-story building, tall, tall. Okay. Right. So, but the special about this—I don't even know special, but talking about it give me give me chills. So this tall, tall creatures, tall, tall creature mm-hmm. had huh? I just said mm-hmm. Tall creature has a mouth and the size of a needle. Very small, and okay, and um, long, long hand and nail, long, long, long hand and fingers. I don't know, but what they were he? saying oh, if I cut my nail at night, that creature, but can I come eat my nail? But does he do anything after that? Does he just like know. take a snap break and go home? I don't know. The thing is, like, they're trying to scare you, so you don't do it. But I think the real reason is people like hurt, hurt people hurt themselves when they cut the the people hurt themselves when they cut the nail at night because they can't oh. see it. That's what I think. That's why they say don't do it, don't do it. You know. I was thinking it was more like you were making noise at night, so they don't want you to make noise. Probably that too. Maybe that but, too. Yeah, but they try to scare you away so that you don't do it. They're strange. Yeah. So this one was submitted by I don't know anymore six nine nine and um on Reddit and it's titled I think my old cat might be haunting our house. <sighs> well, if you think that, yeah, it might be true. <laughs> Um, two or three years ago, my brother went out to his truck to go somewhere when he heard a cat meow from inside his engine. There was a tiny kitten, no more than two weeks old, meowing and running from us and his truck engine bay. I did not think about where the kitten came from at the time, but now I question where the cat even came from. I don't know anyone else around where we live who had a cat besides us. We also have a one-year-old cat, and what are the odds of a two-week-old cat walking miles just to end up at our house? Yeah, that is that is um interesting. Like, was it snowing or was it like cold? Or do you live in the north or anything like that? Because maybe um he did kind of just like wander over and found the truck and went inside. We had this cat for a few weeks before the cat got lost. We think the cat was grabbed by a hawk as it lived outside. Oh, After that, we did not hear anything out of the unusual until a phantom cat climbed into my bed and was walking next to my body and curled up and laid down right next to me. I was shocked. 
So I set my hand down and felt my memory foam on my bed was down like something was laying there. Oh, again, after that, I heard and felt nothing until a few months later when I heard a cat walking down our stairs. It sounded exactly like our other cat, but he was laying on my brother's bed. It happened a few days later as well, but this time I was in our living room watching the stairs as nothing was going down them. It's been months since I have heard anything. Do you think this cat we had for a few weeks is haunting our house? And where do you think this cat came from in the first place? Oh, <laughs> that is such a, like, I know the loss was hard as with any uh, pet animal, but like that is just so sweet that maybe just maybe your old cat is haunting your house and snuggling up at night and walking down the stairs and just living its life. And, and maybe that's why it, it found you and appeared because it knew that if it stayed there, it would have a warm and cozy home with lots of love forever and ever. But wow. I've never had a, uh, like, feeling of a ghost pet, but I do think my other pets can see my uh, former pets I've had. So, yeah, it's very interesting. So this story was submitted by 420 Fiance on Reddit, and it's titled Paranormal Childhood. I wanted to share some of my spiritual experiences as a child and why I believe I don't experience them anymore. It started when I was around two or three. I don't remember some of the events fully, but I have heard the stories from family members many times. This happened a couple days after my uncle, my mom's cousin, passed away and I was around three years old. He has been sick but was being treated so his death was sudden and unexpected. I didn't really understand he passed and none of the young children in my family attended the services. We just stayed home with an older cousin. That night I slept in bed with my mom and a few hours after falling asleep she suddenly woke up to find me sitting up in bed staring at her. Before she could speak I said hey Lindy Tell Vicky I'm okay and to stop crying so much. Then I lay down. My mom was in shock. Her name is Linda, and her cousin was the only person who called her Lindy. <laughs> so crazy. Like, that's not even a common name at all. Uh, Vicky was his longtime girlfriend who took his death very hard. I think my mom told her what I said, but I don't know if it gave her any comfort. My grandma's sister, Georgia... I like that name, Georgia, was my mom's godmother, and they were very close since my grandma passed away when my mom was 11 years old. She was there for my mom when she needed a mom and to get a break from her house full of brothers. Georgia and my grandma both passed away from brain aneurysms at young ages, my grandma about five years before Georgia. So sadly, I never had the chance to meet either of them. One day, I was talking on a toy phone. I started telling my mom, she said to tell you hi. And she said she misses you. 
At first, my mom dismissed it as me just playing. Then I started saying things that my mom and our godmother shared together that I would have no way of knowing. Remember the pretty dress I took you to get for your first dance? Eventually, my mom asked who I was talking to, and I asked the phone, What's your name? And I told my mom, Well, she said she is Georgia. My mom was freaked out by that one. And from then on, she always asked me who I was talking to when I used to play on the phone. This last one I remember most vividly, and I believe it's the reason why I no longer have the abilities I did as a young child. My mom's oldest brother committed suicide when I was five years old. I was very close with him. He would take me and his two daughters out every Friday and spend time with us. That's really, really sweet. I didn't have a dad in my life, so he filled that role for me. I understood my mom telling me he was gone, but I didn't fully get the concept of death yet. When the funeral came around, there was no viewing because he had been cremated. All my cousins were crying, and I asked them why. And they said it's because her uncle was dead. I didn't understand grief at the time because I was still seeing my uncle. I told them he is still here. I see him. They all told me that wasn't possible, and when I insisted I wasn't faxing him, it turned into my cousins mocking me and obviously not believing me. Eventually, I hid in a coat closet and talked to my uncle. I remember him telling me that he is dead, but I can still see him for now, and they just don't understand that. He told me I might not always be able to see him anymore, and he was sorry for that, but he was okay, and I would be too. That was when I first learned what death meant and how unusual it was to communicate with people who had died. I haven't communicated with any spirits since then, though I often have strange dreams and other unexplainable events occur. I know this was a long post, and I have more paranormal stories I could share if anyone is interested. Like, wow. This is one of the emails that, like, I really didn't expect it to go the way it did based on the ch the title but uh like that's crazy how many uh like coincidental things happened that really you know um really oh what's the word i can't even think of the word right now because i'm just like stunned jaw open um it just really makes you think that like it's like proof of the ability and that like people can have that ability and I'm so sorry that you know you experienced a lot of losses in life but it also sounds like you were able to gain this ability that was almost like comforting and that's really really um just perfect <laughs> okay so this story was written by maddie um on sent in by email i might have messed that up and said read it earlier sorry um it's titled ghost story I'm going to start this off by saying, hi, my name is Madison, and these are mine and my family's stories over the course of seven years. Now, these did happen 12 years ago, but I have a bunch of eyewitnesses, and I'll start with the creepiest of them. 
I'm going to say I have autism and ADHD, so I did have pacifiers till I was seven. I was five or six when this happened. I had to keep taking a shower with my mom when I had to take a shower. <laughs> I met, I really messed that one up. Oh boy. I need more sleep. Okay. I had to take a shower with my mom one night. We were home alone. Keep that in mind. So I put all four of my pacifiers in a row on the end table in the family room and got in the shower. While we were in there, the dogs in the bedroom, it was an in-suite bathroom, were going crazy and barking like crazy. We assumed my dad was home. Spoiler alert, he wasn't and never was. So we got out and on my mom's bed, there was an indent of a body and the dresser drawer was hanging open. Strange enough, I get dressed and run to my uh, pacifiers to hold them again, except they were just gone. I freaked out and my mom began searching for them. Couldn't find them. Turned the dollhouse by the corner I was in t- Turned the dollhouse by the corner I was in timeout in earlier that night. Not in there at all. Do keep in mind she turned it upside down legitimately. We gave up and I went to bed crying. Come morning and I ran straight to my dollhouse. My pacifiers were lined up neatly on the roof of the dollhouse. Oh snap. That's, it was still, it was weird still not knowing how or why. And I can promise you my mom didn't do that. She didn't want to deal with my screaming fit. The other stories are like occurrences. Little ones, but creepy nonetheless. One day our dogs, we had three of them. Our dog Scooby, who was a big relevance later. He would go under my sister's bed, another big relevance point, And he would come out with a dog treat. Weird thing is there shouldn't be none under the bed. And then dog treats were on the highest shelf. It was very, very creepy because there was exactly enough for all three. Another legit small thing was one of my toys. It was a tiny, tiny baby doll for the little dolls. It would randomly disappear and reappear. Now, the thing is, it didn't really matter because I had a blue colored one and it was only ever the green. Okay, that's creepy. Like, does, does your ghost have a color preference or something? Like, I mean, that's cool if they want to take green. Green's not really one of my favorite colors anyway, but, like, that's just, that's just, what are they doing? Okay. Okay, now the next very creepy one was the grease spook. Now, to give you an idea of why it was weird, my mom's insulin needle were in a coffee container at the front of the fridge. They were all on top of the fridge. And we had grease and similarity coffee, similar similar coffee containers all the way in the back. I was in the living room when I heard a crash. My parents were in the kitchen making my dinner plate. I ran to the kitchen and saw grease all over. It turned out the grease had somehow lifted up and dumped everywhere. Couldn't have slipped too far in the back. Uh, The next little incident was just my mom getting a candle thrown at her. Well, that's like not a little incident. How was the candle thrown? Like out of nowhere. Candles are heavy. Especially like those Bath and Body Works candles. Mm-mm. Okay. Now the creepy instant that was a bit weird. I was asleep one night and my Nana saw me running from the hall to the living room. Concerned. I asked my mom what I was doing out of bed. My mom checked. I hadn't been in bed the whole time. I never was there. The other weird one was when I was reading uh, with my Nana. My mom had come in to ask what I wanted and when I was standing behind her. Me and my Nana both said I was never in there. I'd been there that whole time with my Nana. 
Now there was a couple incidents here and there. My sister seeing a face that wasn't hers on the TV screen. Oh no. My mom was seeing a shadow figure and the residual energy of the pioneer woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I need to know about the pioneer woman. Can you please send me more about the pioneer woman? And when the dogs randomly barking at every vent for 20 minutes, like they were after someone. And we also had a wiring problem that somehow didn't catch fire after four years of not making fixed and the footsteps in the hallway. Oh my gosh. Now, fast forward to when I was eight, we had some ghost doctors finally come in, an old friend of my mom's. They had told me I had a gift for spirits. It wasn't really that shocked since a lot of us didn't happen near me or was of me, but also my dog Scooby was a protector who protected us from the spirits and our dog Eddie, who was a seer. So they set up cameras around and sent me to bed. Now I was grumpy, so I cried and cried begging when I was in the bedroom and they had no choice but to let me because whatever was in the house was affected by me and made the camera's detection then go off. So I went out and here was the key events. Us going to my sister's room and sitting on our bed where I was lifting my legs up because I was scared of underneath. It just got very, very, very cold. So we left and the breeze flowed out. When we got to her room, there was a portal. Her Green Day poster was facing her mirror, making a portal, I guess. Oh my gosh, I thought it was like mirrors facing mirrors. What does Green Day have to do with it? They really liked green, didn't they? Oh. Anyway, cue the end of the investigation. We got told we had Indians in the backyard. They were chill and that whatever was there was standing just out of reach in the corner of the cameras. Never found anything. And only thing that happened was a camera fell over and a movie pushed itself in. We set out the Bibles in our room to sort of birds and it just left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Now, whenever I go with my dad to help my old neighbor, anytime I see that house, there's something always watching me through my old bedroom window. I'm still grouped out to this day. Madison. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just have so many questions. Like, who, who is the pioneer woman? And, like, what does she look like? What was she doing? And, um, like... He said, like, the land had belonged to Indians or there was an event with Indians. Like, did you learn anything about that? Like, maybe looking at, like, um, historical information from the town or anything? Like, did you, did you learn anything more or did, like, the friend have anything else to say about what they were seeing out there? Like, and the portal, like... How is a portal from a mirror to a Green Day poster? Like, now I'm getting worried because I have, like, a mirror across from a Marilyn Monroe picture. Like, am I going to wake up in the middle of the night and, like, you know, she's just going to be there or something? <laughs> like, I, what is this? Like, I, I will never have a Green Day poster on my wall. Never. If this is what it takes, beware of Green Day. Beware of Green Day. And the green thing, like my, my big thing is like, you were saying the green doll was taken and then the green day poster opened the portal. It sounds like something there really liked the color green, or maybe they just loved green day and they were trying to like create their own little outfit, like fandom outfit or something, but like wasn't working out. Oh my gosh. I just got so many questions and chills about that story. And the grease tub thing, like, 
that's maybe that's a sign to just like put everything in like different containers and put it all in the back of cabinets or fridges like oh my gosh oh please let me know if you can answer any of these because like this is just oh my gosh okay so this tale was written by what's pop on reddit and it's titled holly goose haunted hideaways Amy woke up with a start. She must have dozed off waiting for Mark. She wore only a blouse that was open because Mark would love the tease. Amy made her way to the living room of the small cabin they were renting. It had rustic decor complete with a wood-burning fireplace. It was autumn and the nights brought on the crisp cold air. There was still some smoking cinders from the previous fire. She sat down on the couch and wrapped herself in an Afghan blanket. Amy wondered where Mark was. She noticed a brochure sitting on the coffee table in front of her and picked it up. Holly's Haunted Hideaways was on the front panel of the pamphlet. The brochure read, The Perfect Getaway for the Daring Dark Tourist. A Truly Haunted Experience. Amy glanced through the attractions in the brochure until something caught her attention. The cabin they were staying in was on the back fold. It gave a horrific description of a tragedy. She stood up holding the brochure and started weeping. Amy tore the brochure up in anger and frustration. Movement in the room caught her eye. She saw shadowy forms across the room. In despair, she screamed, Get out! Where is Mark? Before going to the bookshelf and throwing items at the figures. She was hysterical and ran into the bedroom, slamming the door behind her. She sat in the bedroom and cried, waiting for Mark's return. She cried until she dozed off again. You would learn on the torn up brochure or the Holly Haunt or the Holly's Haunted Hideaways website what had happened. Fifteen years ago, a couple, Amy and Mark, rented the cabin from the previous owner, Jim Harper. During their stay, they were attacked by home invaders. The invaders had their way with Amy. They shot her in the head when they were done with her. They tied her boyfriend Mark to a chair and made him watch before shooting him once in the torso. Mark survived the attack while Amy had died. She was found in the bedroom. Robbie and Megan loved horror, anything paranormal, and the macrame. They wanted to get a real-life haunting experience, so they booked the Harper Cabin of Holly's Haunted Hideaways. This place was reported to have a high level of paranormal activity, likely due to its dark history. Robbie and Megan were sitting at the small dining table in the corner of the cabin, the room had gotten really cold, really quick to where they could see each other's breath. Then they noticed the levitating brochure. It floated midair before being torn up and tossed onto the floor. Immediately after that, the room got hot, sweltering hot. Just then, books, figurines, and other trinkets came flying off the bookshelf with them. After being pelted with several items, there was a whoosh of air that blew past them, and the bedroom door slammed shut. The cabin returned to normal after that. Robbie and Megan were terrified while the activity had happened, but thrilled that they witnessed it. Neither of them had seen anything like that before. They left a testimony on the Holly's Haunted Hideaways website sharing their experience. Oh my gosh. That was a, that was a really fun story for fall and autumn. Like, a little bit, a little bit spooky. But, um... I really just love the twist in that. Really love the twist. 
And ironically, this story actually like going back to the one we read a bit ago reminds me of Interstellar because that was a whole theme in the movie that I'm like, um, you know, living in the same universe but in like different dimensions and pushing the book off the shelf like that was um like such a big thing so it's really fun to read um a story that takes place in like the paranormal world that's similar great job i'm so excited because it is officially officially the start of spooky season and i have already made a fall bucket list knocked maybe one fourth of stuff out of the fall bucket list ordered the halloween costumes hoping do it all but one thing i'm very very excited about is here at hello ghosty we're going to be doing a series of fall specials just for you guys we're going to be bringing in guests just for you not to be listening to ghost stories but to be uh discussing their own experience or work with the paranormal readings or a handful of things and it's gonna be so much fun but for now prepare and be excited also please continue giving reviews on you know wherever you listen to our podcast spotify apple and itunes uh google like we want to know, you know, what you think and all the positive words we've been hearing. We want to have them written down for others to see. And if you do it, you might receive a very special surprise in the mail. But that will only happen if you leave a review and then you contact us and email us afterwards. And we want to feel the good vibrations. A lot of plans for the upcoming months, like through Christmas and in the next year. Uh, Things that have to do with, because I don't want to reveal too much right now and lose all that thrill. But uh, things that have to do with like other other platforms and and websites so uh yeah keep an eye on uh some announcement november-ish will be the first one and i just want to say again thank you for all of your guys's support if uh i could become a ghosty and jump out of my body and give y'all a big warm hug. I definitely would. But for now, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's really so, so just thrilling, like how much of a community we've been able 
to build here uh, this year. And we continue building and finding other people that like the spooky dookie. So if you like our theme song, it was created by the talented The Real Rorschach. If you have stories to email us, you can email at hellogostypodcast at gmail.com or post to our Reddit page, paranormal underscore HG podcast. Also, make sure to follow for updates on Instagram and TikTok under Hello Ghosty Podcast. Goodbye.